Hey everybody, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode of We Lift Big. I am back. Today we got our Q&A cast. I've got three questions that I am going to answer. So before I continue, I just want to mention, because I'm so excited, this episode, as well as all of my other episodes, can now be found on iTunes. Yes! We are making strides. So if you, wherever you witness this episode, I am still on YouTube. I'm still posting on SoundCloud. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on iTunes now, Apple Podcasts. And uh, TuneIn is going to be coming soon. That's going to be my next place to apply the podcast to is uh, TuneIn. And so if you own an Alexa you can ask Alexa to play my podcast. Super, super exciting. She just went off. I have one in the corner and she was like, hello. (laughs) So soon enough. Anyway, we are going to jump right into this question and answer podcast. Let's go. So first question. What is the difference between full body routines and split body routines? And so full body routine versus split body routine, basically for a full body routine, um, and this is the terms that I use for them, people may use different terms, but a full body routine is a exercise routine that utilizes the whole body, generally focuses on more compound movements, and split body routine, obviously you're splitting the body parts up and that's actually the style of routine that I follow and have been following for about the past two and a half years. Um, Before I dive deeper into them, I just kind of want to talk about muscle building and exercise and why we exercise and what happens when we exercise in the first place because both of these types of routines are ultimately trying to do a very similar thing. And so in terms of building strength, building muscle, burning calories in the first place, strength training revolves around muscle breakdown. And so we are trying to break the muscles down, tear the muscle fibers up through exercise. And so the body the body needs to come back stronger. And so it sends a signal to the brain that says, oh shoot, like my muscles are getting torn up. I need to rebuild and I need to become stronger so that I can handle the stimulus that I am receiving. And so the body comes up stronger and that's how we build muscle. That's how we're able to lift more and more and more as we go, get that tone, physique, whatever, whatever it is you're going for and that muscle building effect generally lasts two to four days which is why if you do only have one time to work out a week then you know you got to work with what you got to work with but if you can strength train twice to three times per week this is why because that muscle burning um sorry not muscle burning muscle building um stimuli is in the body for two to four days after you hit Um, you hit your workout. Diving into full body routines, as I mentioned before, um, full body routines focus on movement that target every muscle group in the body. 
generally more compound movements, multi-joint movements. And so some good examples of those are a squat press, a lunge with a bicep curl, um, push up with plank jack. And so looking at the squat to overhead press, which is one of my favorite movements of all time, by the way, just so you know, you are combining a squat. So you're hitting legs, glutes, core with the overhead press. You have that core stabilization. You're hitting the shoulders, the arms. And so it's a, your entire body is working in order to do this movement and the pros of this. So we're going to break down pros and cons. The pros of full body training is that if you are only able to hit the gym one to three times per week, and again, this is all my, this is all my opinion. Um, if you're only able to hit the gym one to three times per week, full body training allows you to hit each body part every time you work out. And so if you um, say you work out Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and that's that's what you can do, or you just work out Tuesday, Fridays, you're hitting legs, core, upper body, everything in in those two days. And so even though you're only working out for two days, you're still hitting those twice per week. And so as I talked about with that muscle building effect lasting two to four days, it's like by the third or fourth day, you're hitting that body part again. And so that's allowing that muscle building to continue. Um, and so cons is that it doesn't necessarily allow for muscle focus in the way that split routines do, where because you're hitting the whole body at once, say you have an hour, hour and a half to strength train, then you have to fit the entire body into that hour and a half versus having an hour to an hour and a half to just focus on legs. And so there is that. However, even though uh, full body training doesn't necessarily allow for the type of volume hitting that you would in split routines, for anyone who's trying to build muscle right now and is freaking out about, oh, I can't hit the gym five or six days per week, what's the point? It's like three days is all you need. So if you strength train three days per week, that is the cake. Like if you are someone who has the time to train four, five, six days a week, like that's the frosting. Like, yes, that is going to take your training to a different level. Um, I'm not saying higher level, just a different level. Then then you can do that. And that's awesome. But um, if a few days a week is all you have, like use what you have, like you are still going to grow. You are still going to massively benefit from the time that you have, and that's the beauty of full body training. In addition to this, um, full body training allows for more training variation. And what I mean by that is you have a little more opportunity to mix up your training in general, because no matter what you're doing, you're always going to be hitting the full body. And so for people who like love to go on runs or or and then like do mountain climbing or play sports or um, just live daily life. This kind of training caters more to a lifestyle that where things are kind of always changing and you like to dip your toes into a lot of different ponds <laughs> uh, as an image, then full body training is really, really good for that. Um, jumping into split body routines. And so as I mentioned, split body routines 
are where you break the body parts up into different workouts. And this is the type of training that I follow. And so um, to give an example of what my um, breakdown currently looks like, it's looked a couple different ways over the past two years, but I have a low body day, I have a back and shoulder day where I do exercises that just focus on back and shoulders. And then I have a chest arms accessory day where I hit chest arms and then if there's something that I am looking to build up a bit more, like my butt, because who doesn't want to work the butt, ladies? Uh, anyways, that's how I currently split up my routines is I kind of follow this three days on, one day off um, type of training and it gives me a little more time to um, breathe between each of the workouts and um, pros of this is that as I kind of mentioned before what a full body routine doesn't necessarily allow you to do is put a ton of energy and a ton of focus into a single body part and so when I'm hitting legs like I am hitting those compound squats deadlifts lunges step-ups, but I'm also really able to take time to emphasize the muscle. So it's like, that's where the quad extension comes in. That's where I'm isolating, like just like I'm hitting calves for 10 minutes, which is like in a full body routine, if you only have an hour to an hour and a half, most people just have an hour. It's like, maybe I, I don't know if I want to focus on calves for 10, 15 minutes or my quads for 30 minutes if I have this time where I'm trying to hit everything at once. And so that's where split routines um, really shine is that you're able to really pay attention to the muscle group that you're working on um, and build awareness and take time to get that connection with your body. Like I can take my time with my movements and emphasize, give that body part some real love. <laughs> And um, again, I started doing this training specifically um, just to learn more as a trainer when I started. And I've also I'm also I've also um, competed in shows in bikini 2021. I'm coming at you just saying. And so this is the kind of training that really does well for that. So if you are someone who is looking to really take your fitness to the next level and really sculpt your physique and put on muscle, then you are going to build more muscle if you're able to give these muscle groups more time. Now, time is important because the cons of a split body routine, um, again, this is all my opinion, is that it does just require more time in the gym. You need to make sure that you're hitting the gym four to six days per week. In fact, I would even say five to six days per week because you still want to make sure that you're hitting, again, going back to that muscle building effect lasting two to four days. Like I need to hit legs twice a week. I need to hit back and shoulders twice per week. I need to hit chest and arms and accessory twice per week. And if all of those workouts are an hour and a half, then I need to make sure that I am allotting myself enough time to be in the gym to do those workouts and just not everyone has that kind of time. I mean, I, I work in the fitness industry. I have the blessing of being five feet away from my next workout. And so this is something that works really well for me. It's part of my, it's part of my daily routine. And um, not only do I do it to build muscle, but I mean, I love it. It's an escape for me as much as it, as it is 
an empowering act. In addition to requiring just more time in the gym for split body training, your level of variation is, um, is also a little more limited. And so maybe there's that boot camp class that you love or that total body strength training class that you love or maybe you're someone who loves to run half marathons and just all of that is a tax on the body. And so with split body training, again, you're spending more time in the gym, you're taxing the body more. And so um, again, everyone has their rhythm, but I just, I found for myself, it is harder to, I need, when I'm really in the thick of split body training, I find that I need to keep my cardio um, a little less impactful. Like I'm probably doing stairs or doing the treadmill or riding than I am more doing like boot style boot boot camp style classes or more strenuous forms of cardio. And um, just because my training is already um, so extensive in my life. So that's the answer to the first question. I hope that all made sense. I, I tend to repeat myself and go on tangents, but that's me and I love me. So question number two, why should I have carbs with my post-workout shake? And so this is talking specifically about post-workout. This was something I started doing as I was starting to get into bodybuilding. Um, my coach at the time, was like, hey, make sure you get carbs with your with your protein shake, and I'm like, well, why do you why do you want carbs after your protein shake? Like, and specifically, simple carbs. So, simple carbs are like a piece of fruit, a candy, a Gatorade, like something that is going to be easily converted into sugar in the body. Complex carbs are carbs, um, sugars combined with fibers. We want to talk into the science of food. Uh, so you're like your oatmeal, your yams, vegetables, um, just more fibrous carbs are your complex carbs, more kind of sugar carbs, simple carbs. And, and specifically, you want to have some simple carbs post-workout with your protein. And the reason for that is that after you work out, the body is in a deficit. It is in an oxygen deficit and it is also in a sugar deficit. And um, this is also called a catabolic state. And so, of course, when the body is in a deficit, just like if your bank account was in a deficit, you want to replenish that as soon as possible. And so the body is working hard to not only replenish its oxygen, but also its glucose, um, sugar, energy stores. This is also why it's best to consume something within the first 30 minutes post-workout because this is when the body is the most sponge-like, I'll call it. It wants to absorb, get back into what's called an anabolic state, which is a place of growth. And so muscle growth, anabolic state. And if you only give your body protein post-workout, again, it's not, maybe it's a little bit picking hairs. Protein is, the building blocks of the body. It builds muscles, bones, um, ligaments, tendons, like it fuels, uh, I guess I shouldn't say fuels, but it, um, it's the building blocks of our, of our body's um, muscle and whatnot. And so that's what, because we intake protein, that's what we want the protein to do, especially post-workout, is help to build the body to become stronger and because the body's in a deficit there is um, 
there is a very good chance that the body is going to use some of that protein, if that's all you give it, to get the body out of the deficit. The way to make sure that the protein is only doing what you want it to do, um, having some quick carbs is going to help your body jump back into that anabolic state. So you're helping yourself get out of that deficit into the growth phase and that's where the body is going to then take your protein and use it for what we want it to be used for, which is strictly growth. Because um, we don't necessarily want to be burning our protein as, um, as sugar or energy if we don't have to. Um, we don't want the body to use it that way. We want to use protein to build the body up and so um, hope that answered your question <laughs> and so moving on to the third question how do I fit more mobility into my workout routine oh people oh that mobility dough who wants to avoid mobility just kidding um, you know what uh, I, I joke about that and I don't because my so mobility, we're talking about stretching. We're talking about lengthening the limbs. Um, of course, when we work out again, we're talking about muscle tear down, wear and tear on the body. And the body needs to heal and come back to a place to where we can train it again and work it again. And this is constant cycle of the body getting built up and the body getting torn down. And mobility is one of those things that really helps our body heal, but uh, at least for myself, is just so hard to fit into my daily routine because I'm already working out so much uh, with my split body work that I am between that and cardio and it's just it's so easy sometimes to let your stretching and your yoga flow and your yin fall to the wayside. Does that mean it's good? No. It is so important. If you want to have good workouts and you want to really be able to focus on the muscle that you are working, you want to make sure that your body is not in this tight, condensed limited state where all these different muscles are compensating for each other. So say I'm trying to get in contact with my glutes and my quads. If I have like tight hip flexors, like my back, my low back is going to be trying to get into that squat. And it's like, no, like that's not, I'm not squatting to hurt my back. I'm squatting to build my booty. You hear me? <laughs> Anyways, we're getting way off topic here. My morning routine is kind of how I have fit mobility more into my daily lifestyle. And so I wake up nine times out of 10 in the mornings and I have a five to 10 minute um, yoga flow that I do. And it's short, it doesn't really target anything in particular. I just, I go through some sun salutations um, and down dog, plank, all of that good stuff, some lunges. And um, I have noticed though, even though I'm not spending any specific time in particular to focus on one ty type of stretch, this alone overall has made me a little more mobile and a little less stiff. And um, because it's part of my routine, I do it daily. And um, say that the time that you have to do something like this is at bed, like choose a time, like morning or evening, 
and make it happen. Five to 10 minutes, find a video on YouTube. I have less meals on demand and I love them. I follow their body flow program and I do like the first 10 minutes of it. I don't even watch the whole video. I just do the first 10 minutes and that's been making a huge difference for me. And then also dedicating three to five minutes pre and or post workout to do some priming and stretching. And so if you're doing a split routine, taking three to five minutes before and or three to five minutes after and doing some mobility, rolling out the legs, the hips, the back, and um, just doing this, like even if you do it for three minutes, two to three minutes, like that's still doing it more than what you used to, which was zero, and you are going to notice a difference. And this comes from someone who trains five to seven days a week and sucks at mobility and has only recently gotten better at it. Like it is made my game so much better. I'm just saying, give it a go. And with all that being said, um, thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope that this answered, we got through three questions. Next week we'll get through three more and we're just gonna keep this ball flowing. And again, if you have questions that you want to ask me, that you want me to address on the podcast, then let me know. Anyhow, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you next week with some inspiration. And you guys are awesome. I love you and I'll talk to you soon.